This is the message from Connection Community Church for May 24th, 2020. The in-between, winding through the wilderness. Good morning, Connection Church. It is absolutely awesome to be with you this morning. Today we continue our series, The In-Between. The In-Between, it's, it's where what was is no more, and what is to be is not yet. It's that time in our lives between leaving something behind and waiting for something to come. It's that gap between the unknown and the unknown, between the past and the future, between where you were and where you're going to be. The in-between, it's that time between, uh, uh, between when a flying uh, artist, a trapeze artist, lets go of the bar and before she reaches out to grasp the hand of the catcher. The in-between. This morning, we'll be focusing on how the Israelites spent the in-between time winding through the wilderness. Good morning, Connection Church. It is wonderful to be with you this morning. We hope you are all well. And it's just great to worship together. One church, many locations. My name's Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? Almighty God, thank you so much for today. We thank you for each household, each person who is worshiping with us this morning or it might even be later today when they are able to tune in. God, thank you for your goodness and your grace. Help us set aside any distractions and be laser focused on you right now. I pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed and said, Amen. 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 So last week, we talked about uh, leaving the past behind, uh, no turning back, burning the ships, as we looked at how the Hebrew people complained to Moses that when they were thirsty in the desert, and how no sooner had God given them water to quench that thirst than they grumbled once again out of hunger, longing for the pots of meat that they left behind in Egypt, remem remembering the past through some some very rosy colored glasses. <laughs> and so we pick up this story this morning where God heard the grumbling of the Israelites, their cries of hunger, and God knew that they would need not only water, but they would also need food as they were winding through the wilderness. And so that evening, God sent quail. He saw to it that quail covered the camp and uh, more than enough for everyone to eat. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. And when the dew dried up, it was like thin flakes, like frost that appeared on the ground. And the people looked at it and they said, what is it? Mm. Well, the substance they called manna, which means what is it? And, and it was a, a substance that you could bake into kind of bald and then you could could bake in loaves. Uh, they ate it like kind of like bread. And they gathered just enough each day to supply their needs, their daily needs, trusting in the Lord that there would be enough each day to take care of them. And God supplied this manna daily for the, 
for the entire 40 years that they were winding through the wilderness. They probably got pretty tired of it. I'm sure I would. But, you know, God provided, and he gave them just exactly what they needed. And so you would think, you would think that at this point the Israelites would start trusting God. I mean, they had been through a lot, that they would realize that God would take care of them. He provided water when they got thirsty. He provided quail, manna, when they got hungry. But it didn't take long. It didn't take long at all for them to start complaining. In the very next chapter of Exodus, chapter 17, the community sets out from from what's called the desert of sin. Interesting name of a desert. Desert of sin, traveling from place to place as, as the Lord commanded them. And there they camped once again. But once again, there was no water for them to drink. It's Exodus 17, 2 through 4. And so they quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. And Moses replied, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to the test? But the people were thirsty for water there, and they grumbled against Moses. They said, why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? And then Moses cried out to the Lord, what am I to do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. Oh, brother. (laughs) What am I to do with these people? Well, what the Lord asked Moses to do next was actually pretty incredible. He tells Moses to strike a rock with his staff, that same staff that turned a snake, uh, turned into a snake before Pharaoh, The same staff that when he struck the Nile, the water turned, that river water turned to blood. Mm. And now he's asked to touch a rock with this staff. Water comes out. It's there to quench the thirst of the people. Wow, how incredible is that? Water from a rock. Only God. Only God. God. Only God. And so the winding through the wilderness continues. And notice I use the word winding, not wandering. See, wandering is traveling traveling aimlessly from place to place. No real direction, no purpose, uh, no real destination. But winding is different. Winding is following a course with a lot of twists and turns. It's not a direct line, but there ultimately is direction. There is purpose. There is an end goal. I remember one night winding through the downtown of Washington, D.C. I was in seminary. Class got out late, like 9 o'clock. I got in my car, and I took a wrong turn, and I was just winding (laughs) down. That's a scary place to be. All these streets that started with letters of the alphabet, and some were one way, and I just felt like I was in a maze. I was a little nervous because some of the places I was winding through weren't places that I really needed to be, but I did have an end goal, and I reached my end goal. I finally found Route 50, and I got on it, and I headed home. Maybe you have had some winding just like that. In the wilderness. (laughs) In the wilderness. Wow. Well, in the case of the Israelites, the end goal 
of all of this, especially the lack of food, the lack of water, and God providing for these people so dramatically, the end goal was for the people to ultimately trust God. To trust God, not just with the little things, but with their whole life. There is a book called The Land Between. It's by Jeff, Jeff Mannion. And when we read it, we were really, really impressed by it, and we've recommended it to many. I'd like to read you an, in, um, an excerpt from The Land Between. It's on page 45. Jeff writes, God's intent is to use the harsh conditions of the wilderness to prove his faithfulness. If these faith lessons take hold, then the people will be molded into a people of trust. Prepared to enter the land promised to their ancestors. Do you see that? The land between and its hardships are meant to get them ready for the promised land. Mm. The question being asked of them, though, through these trials is, who is the source of life? Upon whom will you depend for water, food, and survival? Mm. Good question. Very good question. The Israelites aren't the only ones winding through the wilderness of the in-between. Between what was and the not yet, <clears throat> not sure of direction, hungry, thirsty. We've been there. <laughs> We've been there. Maybe you have too. And we wonder, what is the purpose of the winding? Perhaps, as was the case for the Israelites, God uses times of uncertainty, times of trial, <clears throat> times for us to learn to trust, just like the Israelites, so, to lean on God to fill our needs, to realize that we depend on him, well, for our very lives. And so God used in between and uses in between lives for us. And oh boy, have we learned an awful lot through our lives, whether we were winding through the wilderness of seminary, serving four churches together, not together, separately, three and one with four kids, mm. uh, whether we were living for five months in Clayton after we had moved from Seaford, waiting for our home in Middletown to be done. We talked about that last week. Whether we as a church were at the in-between and we were worshiping at the Everett Theater before Summit Bridge Road was ready, we've used and learned so much from the in-between, from the winding in the wilderness. It's a time that we've learned to trust even more. Little by little, step by step, a time to know that God is in charge, that God holds everything in God's hand, that God has everything, everything under his control, command, and power. Even right now, as we, Connection Community Church, wander in this wilderness, when our physical building is essentially closed, but our church is far from closed, God is using this in-between time to teach us to continue to trust him. To trust him, we, you, me, all of us, to reach out in ministry and mission. 
God has used this time to remind us, to remind us as Craig Barnes, who's an author and theologian, he shares it so well in his book called When God Interrupts. Craig writes this, that life isn't something that is achieved. It is something that can only be received. Let me say that again. Life isn't something that is achieved. It is only something that can be received. You know, the, the thing is, you don't always get to choose what happens to you, do you? No, none of us does. But we do get to choose how we will respond. Responding positively isn't all that challenging when life is a bowl of cherries. Amen? Amen. But Amen. it's a little different when we're handed lemons. Oh, we're told, huh, you get lemons, make lemonade. Ooh, that can be pretty sour. Sometimes it's easier said than done because it can be pretty sour. See, with lemonade, you get lemons, you got to still add sugar to make it sweet. And sometimes some of those life challenges, it's tough to find the sweetness in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes making that lemonade isn't all that easy. And, and as a result, when things get challenging, sometimes uh, we get kind of negative. If we're not careful, we might even complain. We might even grumble. We, we might even start to resemble those Israelites out there in the wilderness. Yeah. And so our challenge, just like theirs, is to trust God, to keep the faith with God, not just in the good times, but when we're going through the wilderness as well, when we're getting the lemons. Our prayer at that time might not be, Lord, can you change my situation? But instead, our prayer could be, Lord, can you help me flourish right where I am? We are all in the midst of some wilderness winding right now because of COVID-19. <clears throat> it's still pretty complicated but it is time that we can use and ask God to teach us, to share with us things that maybe we were too busy to get before. Mm -hmm. It's a time when God can teach us to trust once again, to have faith, to turn to him, to lean on him, to know that God is in charge, God holds everything in the palm of his hand, that God is sovereign. Sovereign. Hmm. He's got it. He's got it. <laughs> Question for each of us, though, is just that. Are we going to turn to God? Are we going to lean on God? Are we going to trust God? Are we going to keep our faith in God? You know, this thing, this, this COVID-19 thing, will have some more twists and turns. It's, it, 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 there's, there's, there's stuff still coming. I mean, we, we might be doing some, some openings but you can guarantee there's still a we're lot. We're hearing about some openings. We're still <laughs> yeah. looking at what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. It's far from over. There's a lot to come. The question is, how will we respond? Complaining or praying? Are we going to be moping or hoping? Are we going to be trusting or testing? So what's your prayer going to be? Grumbling about how things are or asking God to use you to make things better? Uh, a prayer to a God to miraculously change your circumstances. Or maybe a prayer to God to miraculously help you flourish right where you are. It's a good question, isn't it? 
The choice is yours. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Let's pray. Most holy God, like the Israelites in the wilderness, we too are in a time in between right now. Past is gone, future is a little uncertain. We look to you, Lord. Please help us to have faith. Please help us to trust. Please help us to lean on you. Please help us to look to you for a bright and glorious future, whatever that might look like. Please help us not to look for a miraculous change in what things are, but miraculously helping us flourish in the circumstances that we have. Please help us to know that you are our strength. You are our everything, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Help us, encourage us. Give us the strength we need day by day, minute by minute. Thank you. We glorify your holy name. All those gathered said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.